listening to Radio Sega, and this is the Sega Lounge. Sit back, have a drink, and enjoy the conversation. And now, here are tonight's hosts, KC and SSF1991. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. What the hell was that? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> hey, now you're a lone star. Just cowboy go. Okay, so I'm David, aka KC, <laughs> and with me there's this uh, amazing guy called Donny. Hello, Donny. Hi, yeah, I'm uh, back from spinning balls and being some beans and AKA DJ Spinball. Yeah. Uh, and apparently you did a no death run a second one uh, on Sonic Spinball later uh, not later earlier today, right? Yeah, before we actually recorded the uh, Sega Lounge the spoiler this is pre-recorded. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, before we actually did record the Sega Lounge earlier, um I did actually record some Sonic Spinball for, well, you'll find out later, but uh, I recorded it and my, managed to score yet another no-death run. Yay! And you're crazy because I wouldn't be able to do it. Mostly because I wouldn't even try. But yeah, yeah, it's awesome. DJ Spinball is in the house, people. Peeps. He's finally back from a month of everything. <laughs> yes, so it's good to have you back on the Sega Lounge. Actually, it's good to be back as well, because it's been, what, two weeks since we recorded one of these shows? Yep. 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 So, yeah, everyone, welcome to the Sega Lounge. Of course, if you want to um, join the fun in the IRC, uh, we're probably there. Probably not, who knows. Uh, Although this is pre-recorded, maybe we'll uh, pop in the the IRC. Uh, You can go to Radio Radio SE. That's radiose.ga slash IRC. So that's our new link for the IRC chatroom. Uh, and you... What? Wait, wait a damn second. Did you just call Radio Sega Radio Seg? Radio C dot GA. Radio, Radio Seg? What? Radio Seg? <laughs> Ra- radio... No, I'm not even going to say that. Uh. <laughs> Shut up! Oh, wait. There's a sound effect for that as well. I think. If this plays properly, maybe not. Let's try it. Yes. Why don't you go shut up, Tom? Yes. Oh my, yes. So, radio se.ga slash IRC. That's our IRC link. Or you can just open your preferred IRC client and access irc.surrealchat.net and the chat room is Radio Sega. And you're in, don't forget to change your nickname and uh, interact with the people in there. Just talk about stuff and things and that all the chats. Open uh, your chat and you will type. This is the most random uh, intro for this show ever, I think. Uh, you expected expect anything different from me. Yes, exactly. My fault. 
sorry. So you can also mention at Radio Sega or use the hashtag the Sega Lounge to um, talk about the show and talk about the interview. We've got uh, some special guests tonight, as we always do, but tonight we have Paul and Tom from uh, Hardlight Studio, from Sega Hardlight, the two of the guys that uh, worked on uh, Crazy Texas City Rush. Yes. So we'll be talking uh, to the guys in a bit. We'll be talking about their own careers. We'll be talking about um, uh, Crazy Taxi City Rush and some general hard life questions. And then they'll have to go through the Sega Lounge Challenge. Yes, we have a new intro for that, actually. Uh, James Earl Jones is on the show tonight. Or maybe he isn't. Uh, yes, but before that, before that, as usual, and it's been a while since we did this, but it's time for Donnie's News Corner. We need an intro for Donnie's News Corner as well. I have to think about something. Who can record an intro for this segment? Should, I don't should know. Should I be scared? Probably. Welcome to Donnie's News Corner. <laughs> something like that. Anyway, news, Donnie. What do we have on the news tonight? Well... This is actually pretty uh, related to Radio Sega because, well, they've had a history of covering this along with me. Uh, unfortunately, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade has been confirmed to not have the Sonic Bloom this year. Um, <gasps> yeah, un- unfortunately, compared, this is only the first time in three, four years that we've had a Sonicless uh, Macy's Parade, but. Unfortunately, it has been confirmed from the official Sonic Twitter that Sonic Sonic's balloon will not be at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade this year. So, <sighs> unfortunately, it's it's yeah, it's pretty sad. But what what can you do? You know. I think we can uh, safely say that the Sonic balloon went boom. Why do you do this? <laughs> Why? I you get you're gonna I I say I've been saying that a lot. But really? <laughs> Sorry. Really. Really? Casey, what are we going to do with you? <laughs> uh, I should have a sound effect for that. But I, hey, I don't. No. I you're alone. Oh, I have, I have one. I have one. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> But yes, so the Sonic Balloon won't be... uh, Okay, maybe I'll go next then. Um, Our good friends, uh, the Legion Shadows team, um, so they they successfully funded their project on Kickstarter. So Legion Shadows is coming to PC, Mac, Linux, or Linux, Ouya, Dreamcast, Android, and iOS devices. Uh, Soon, very soon, next year, I think. So uh, they had a goal of $150,000 and they ended up the project with $185,322. Yay, with 2,282 backers. Amazing. So they actually um, smashed uh, two stretch goals. Uh, No, just one. Uh, Which was something... New Game Plus. I think that means something that I was going to try to understand. 
by looking at the Kickstarter project. And there it is, so they have the update telling us what's happening, yes. Uh, 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 the option will become available to players who have completed the game at least once, allowing certain things such as, as experience or items to carry over and even allow for certain events to become available that would not be available during the first playthrough. Okay, so we, you can complete the game a second time, keeping all your experience and items and stuff and new uh, stuff will be unlocked in your second playthrough of the game. So if you have backed this uh, project, well done, good for you, uh, and expect the delivery uh, around December 2015. I was going to say 14, but no, 15. So yeah, maybe we'll have uh, the Legion Shadow guys on the show closer to the release date or sometime in the future to let us know how they're doing with the the project Legion Shadow. So this is good news. Our friends have been successfully funded. Yes, other news, Donny. Yeah, the other news. Well, there was a new trailer release for Sonic Boom on 3DS. <gasps> yep. The boom indeed. Uh, wasn't too too much shown off except how Amy ended up being kidnapped. She got knocked out cold. She got better. Uh, <laughs> and also we got to see Shadow again. But other than that, not a whole whole lot, I guess. Yep. So yes. And there's something related to Bayonetta too as well, right? Yeah, uh, apparently Bayonetta 2 now has an exact release date. Uh, it will be releasing on October 24th in North America, and sometime in October for Europe on the Wii U. Okay. So, yep. Not sure if it's a good release date, though. October. Mm. Not sure. You know, you know what it is a good release date, though? What? The Sega Lounge in this podcast. <laughs> we'll be releasing tonight if you're listening to us live. Yay. Yay. Okay, so I think that's it for the news bit of the show, Donnie's News Corner. So how about we play some music uh, before we uh, talk to our special guests of the evening? Well, we don't have... Um, a music selection by our guests per se, but they talked about Jet Set Radio and Shenmue, so why don't we play something from those games? So stay tuned for uh, two amazing tracks coming up. When we get back we'll have uh, more or we'll talk to Paul and Tom from Hardlight Studios. Don't go anywhere, this is the Circle Lounge! Let's 
This is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Come on in and have a seat.
Alright everyone, we're back. This is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega and this is the part of the show where we introduce our special guests and we do have some very special guests with us tonight. From Straight from Hardlight Studios, from Sega Hardlight, we have Paul Twinholm. I think that's how you pronounce your last name, right? That's close enough. Close okay, enough. okay. <laughs> uh, you can correct me, feel free to. Uh, <laughs> who is a lead designer? Right? On Crazy Taxi City Rush. Am yes. I right? Yes. yes. And also Tom Galton, right? Yep. That's how you pronounce the name as well? Yep. Yes. Okay, okay. Yes, two points. Uh, <laughs> who is an engineer uh, for the game as well, right? That's correct, yeah. Cool. It's nice to have you guys uh, with us on the show uh, tonight. So we're going to talk about um, some questions relating to Crazy Taxi City Rush and also we'll get to know you guys uh, better. So I think uh, it's time for us to start that. Uh, and maybe Donnie can ask the first uh, questions. Well, it's a pretty simple one. Uh, why don't you guys uh, go ahead and tell us a bit about yourself? You know, like yeah. what's your role and you know backgrounds and all. Yeah, no, no problem. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll go first, Thomas. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I suppose uh, my name's Paul. First of all, Twine Home. Uh, I'm Scottish, so if, if you struggle with the accent, I do apologise. Uh, <laughs> I'm a designer here at uh, the Hardlight Studio. Uh, in the industry, I've probably been uh, whew, 15 plus years now uh, making games. Uh, as a player, uh, probably about 30 plus uh, playing. Uh, so, uh, yeah, what do you want to know? Previous projects? Would you like to know that? Sure, by all means. Yeah, uh, so I suppose at Hardlight Studio, the most recent one is Crazy Taxi, which I'm sure we'll, we'll be talking about a little bit more. Uh, before that, uh, I worked on Sonic Dash, and before that, Sonic Jump. So I've been involved in most of the, the hard light uh, titles to, to date. Uh, before that, uh, I uh, started out with PC games uh, and with a company called Charybdis, and then moved on to a company called Eurocom, and we did various uh, games, some of which were for Sega. So. I worked in one of the Beijing Olympics games many years ago now. Wow. That actually get, brings up uh, an interesting question, though, like, on a related note. Uh, how long have you guys been working in the industry? Yeah, well, for me, about 15, 15 years. I think Tom's probably similar. Yeah, yeah, 15 years for me as well. Uh, just gone. Yeah, so how, how many... Uh, sorry? Uh, how many... Uh, no, I was, I was going to ask, how many of those were uh, spent at Hardlight? Uh, for me, it's just been the last 18 months or so at Hardlight. Um, so, I mean, it feels like I've been here a long time, in a good way. I, kind of, it's, uh, I can hardly imagine doing anything else now. It's been such a good time here. Yeah, I've, I've been with Sega Hardlight for three years. Okay. Nice. Uh, I was looking, actually looking at your um, profiles at a video game related website. I didn't even know there was uh, a database like this actually, but uh, Paul, you actually uh, worked on, uh, 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 what, is, what is it, a Disney Universe, right? Or is this incorrect? Yeah, that's, that's correct. Oh, so uh, that was previous to being on Sega, right? Because 
the uh, Sega didn't work on this. Yeah, that's that's correct. That's mm -hmm. uh, that was with a company, Eurocom. Uh, we worked me on on that one. Yeah, it was it was it was quirky. It was uh, enjoyed working on it. We had we uh, had a lot of fun with it. Interesting. Yeah. I uh, I'm I actually never played this, but uh, I think it's an interesting concept. This and the one with uh, Spyro, and Skylanders is it? I think so. Yeah, it's an interesting concept. Yeah. So um, yeah, what about you, Tom? How long have you? Uh, how long you said already? But uh, what other projects have you been involved in in the past? So um, before I was at Hardlight, I spent uh, most here at a company called Blitz Games. Um, was there for about 14 years. Um, they did mostly um, cartoon and movie licenses. So um, everything from I think we did Barbie horse riding adventures um, and there because of our dogs. So it's quite a change. <laughs> Don is a big fan yeah, of like Barbie, right? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you do this to me? <laughs> Why do you do this to me? <laughs> Is this how you welcome me back? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. That's about me. I mean, I worked. I worked on the uh, technology team of Bits for a long time. So I, my my name is in the credits of many games, even though I wasn't involved with some of them. So it would take a long time to list them all. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Nice. Um, yeah, so uh, do you have any, you're obviously gamers uh, as well, for a long time apparently, so do you have any yep. favorite video games, Sega or non-Sega? Uh, yeah, for, for me, kind of non-Sega, I'm afraid, uh, I think Zelda's probably, uh, it's maybe standard fare for a lot of favorite video game answers, but I think it was one of the first ones that I really captivated me and it was a link to the past at the time. So that would have been on Super Nintendo. Uh, we're up to date. Uh, we're playing uh, loads of uh, mobile games at the studio uh, and things like Kingdom Rush. Uh, I absolutely love at the moment. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I, I, find it really, yeah, I find it difficult to pick out one game. There's so many I like. So I went with uh, the game that I've played the most, which would be Counter-Strike. Um, I used to be in a Counter-Strike clan many years ago and invested many, many hours in that game. So mm -hmm. it's my favorite of all time, but it's the most played. Okay, okay, nice. Uh, were you guys uh, actually Sega fans in the past? Not really. Did you grow up with Sega? Were you more Nintendo fanboys or something? I, I was definitely a bit of a Nintendo fanboy, but you know, I think you couldn't you couldn't avoid uh, Sega at the time. You know, it was so big, and uh, it would be Nintendo around at my house and, and Sega around at uh, my friend's house. So, so yeah, definitely grew up with uh, with Sega and Sony. Yeah, I had a I had a Saturn and then a Dreamcast. So they were they were my. Uh, Yeah, top consoles. So I was quite a big Sega fan at the time. I'm still a bit disappointed Sega aren't making consoles anymore, but still making great games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe in the future, who knows? People are st still dreaming about a, a Dreamcast too. So who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Maybe not. 
Okay, Danny, next question. Well then, uh, as far as I can see from the uh, interview sheet, uh, what are your favorite video games? That's already done, so next oh. one. <laughs> any, um, any favorite? No one heard that. Why do no you do this that. to me, yes. Casey? Uh, <laughs> any <laughs> uh, favorite video game sh- soundtracks? Uh, I'll, I'll go probably I'm, I'm old and new again if I can. Uh, I think Castlevania was probably uh, one of my favorite soundtracks again when I was a youngster. It had been Super Castlevania 4, I think, at the time. It should have been on Super NES. And then bringing kind of more up to date uh, the Journey soundtrack, uh, I really enjoyed more recently. Yeah, see so, yeah, um, I've got one memory of the Shen Move track that was one for me that really stands out um and also the eve online um soundtracks quite sort of chilled out ambient space music so that's quite good for programming too nice and calming <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you have nice taste yeah actually journey and shenmue probably one uh, two of my favorites shenmue definitely my favorite soundtrack of all time uh, and journey enjoyed it very much exactly well some nice picks there Okay, so now that you that we got to know you a bit more, uh, I think it's time for a quick music break. And when we get back, we'll have more with Paul and Tom, and Tom, and we'll talk about uh, Crazy Taxi City Rush. So don't go anywhere. This is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. We'll be right back.
Sega. Playing the best Sega music 24-7. Okay, everyone, we're back. This is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. And tonight we're uh, having a chat with uh, Paul and Tom from Hardlight Studio. Uh, we actually got to know the guys a little better in the, the previous bits of the interview, so now it's time to talk about Hardlight's uh, most recent game, uh, Crazy Taxi City Rush. So, uh, guys, for those that don't know uh, the game yet, for, for those guys that are, be, are living under a rock or something, uh, what is Crazy Taxi City Rush and how can we play it? Um, so yeah, City Rush is it's basically a brand new game um, set in the Crazy Taxi universe, but we've, we've built it from the ground up for mobile, um, so it's not based on the, the old game code or anything. Um, it's a free uh, download on the uh, apps, iOS App Store and, and Android, um, so anyone can go out and grab it and play it now. Okay, so if you haven't already, why not tri- try it, right? It's, it's uh, a nice game. Uh, let's get the, 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 these questions out of the way because I think there's a bit of a controversy regarding mobile games lately. People have been fans of uh, certain games and play them on home consoles or the PC or whatever and sometimes mobile games have a bit of a, a stigma associated with them. So um, some, there, there are some mixed reactions to City Rush. Some people compare it to Sonic Dash, to Temple Run, to Endless Runners. Uh, from your point of view as developers, is Crazy, Crazy Taxi City Rush uh, an Endless Runner or something entirely different? Uh, I think it's, <clears throat> it's, it's not an Infinite Runner, uh, that's for sure. Uh, I think when we look to make Crazy Taxi, we wanted something that would stay true to the original, but also we we were making it for mobile devices, for tablets and for phones. And I think with that we needed to uh, change elements of the design and sort of rethink how it would be made now. Uh, and uh, I think things like keeping the city, uh, so we've got a sandbox city that, that grows and grows within the game. Uh, Players can navigate and choose their routes and take shortcuts. So uh, you, know, you can learn the city and you know understand it. And I think from from that point of view, we're we're miles away from an inferred runner. I think where the confusion comes in is players will dip into the game, and we have used controls similar to infinite runners to make the game uh, accessible and to help players play. And I think. That's where sometimes the confusion comes in, but I think if you give it a good shot, you realise that there's there's a level to the game. Mm-hmm. Agreed, agreed. Do you think uh, um, people may be put off by first impressions or of the game? Because when you pick up the yeah. game, well, it's not an endless runner uh, because it's not endless. You have different missions to complete, right? limited time to, to do that, but maybe when people see the game in action, could they be put off by the, the first impression if they don't really get into the game? I think, I think we've, we've got to strike a, a balance uh, when, when we make a game like this and we, we want people, as many people out there, to enjoy it as possible, including you know the original the, you know, the Sega fans and, 
and, and folk that really enjoyed the, the original titles. Uh, so we we want to, I suppose, we want it to be as successful as possible, hence the, the controls, and we keep the routes fairly simple to begin with. And it's only later on that you'll, you know, you'll to take more corners, uh, you know, choose maybe different paths, that kind of thing. So, uh, as I say, it's, it's a tricky balance, and, and yes, definitely, some people may, may dip in and pick it the wrong impression, but uh, again, I think if you if you give it a little bit of time, you'll, you'll see that there's a, there's a lot of love in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it is something we've um, played around with the sort of early beta versions of the game, had a much kind of uh, longer shoot. Um, and it was a lot longer before people got to the, even the idea of junctions. Um, and we found that people yeah, were judging it before they got there, so we introduced the cornering a lot earlier in the final release so that even if you only play the game for 30 seconds, you still get the idea that it is a low so you can drive around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think you're right. Actually, if people give it a shot and when they get to the, the, early, the, the later stages of the, of the game, uh, the other districts, they'll find the, the difficulty increases, there's more variety to the missions and everything, so I think you're right. Would you um, place the, the, the City Rush experience closer to the Dreamcast game or the arcade experience? I'm asking this because of, of the... Um, you have limited time to complete the, the missions and everything, so... You, you also did that, you also had that on the Dreamcast game and the, the arcade game, but it was a bit different. In your opinion, uh, which which one is closer yeah. to City Rush? I don't think, uh, I think, I think City Rush is really stepping, stepping away from, from both as far as we you know, we, we, looked, we looked at it and we looked at it with fresh eyes with regards to a mobile uh, device and looking at, you know, we wanted something that folk could pick up and play for just like 30 seconds to a minute. Uh, you know, whether you're you're playing on the bus, you know, on your park or on the tube or in the shower, uh, depending on whether your phone's waterproof. Uh, you know, we, we just... We wanted to create a different experience, and I think in that regard, we we've stepped away from from both. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, fair enough. Uh, so uh, another big thing at the moment is uh, the um, company's policies in regards to in-app purchases. So uh, although the CD Rush is a free game, it has in-app purchases, right? Uh, would you like to explain your policy in regards to this to this system of in-app purchases and how they work in Crazy Taxi for those that haven't played the game yet? Uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll take that. Um, so the, one of the important points is that you can play through the entire game from start to finish and complete every every mission without having to spend any money. Um, we were very keen to make sure there's no kind of hard paywall in the game. Um, the payment's always optional. Um, and then uh, what we kind of looked at what we would charge for and really look to try and make all of the paid content really good value for people. Um, so the the paying is kind of gets you cars quicker, gets you the shinier cars and, and the shinier customizations. Um, but we've always tried to look at it and so that people will when they buy, buy something will be pleased with what they've bought. Make sure it's good value. Um, 
So, I mean, looking around at some other games, you, d- you don't always feel like the stuff in the game is good value, and that's something we really try try to avoid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. So, if people don't want to um, make any in-app purchases, can they still play the game? Yeah, they can play the game from start to finish, um, and they can they can get every single customization in car in the game. Um, eventually, it'll take them a long time, but there's nothing to stop them getting everything. Okay. Thanks for clarifying this, because I think there's a, a misconception about in-app purchases. Some of the games actually um, uh, don't allow you to, to get further into the game without buying something, but some games, uh, especially your games, uh, allow that. But I, th- I don't think people understand that. I think there's a misconception in regards to in-app purchases, so thanks for clarifying this for us. Uh, one more thing, you worked with Kenji Kano, right? So the, the man behind the original Crazy Taxi. How was that experience for you guys and how important was his involvement for you to decide where you wanted to go with this with this project? Uh, yeah, I mean, working with, with Kano-san was, was amazing. It was a really good experience. Uh, he came over really when we first started talking about uh, you know, bringing Crazy Taxi City Rush to, to mobile. He came over and spent quite a lot of time with us just uh, talking about, I suppose, the, his thinking behind the original and why certain decisions were made. And I think what would have happened uh, if we'd been left our own devices, I think we would have felt obliged to make something that was like a port of the original. And I think Kano-san was keen not to do that. He wanted to do something that, that again, would fit with the, the, the platform and the lifestyle uh, of the players using uh, those devices. Uh, so, so he was instrumental in, in helping us, I think, create a whole new experience. Uh, I think throughout development, he, we, we kind of delivered most milestones to Kano-san and he fed back to us. But he didn't dictate. He, he left us to our own devices. He gave us, uh, you know, maybe hints and tips and advice. Uh, but we didn't feel at any point that we were being, uh, you know, uh, constrained in any way. He gave us the freedom to to work with it. And then I think bizarrely, looking back at the original vision, uh, the original talks we had with Kano Sam, we ended up with something pretty close to what he had originally kind of discussed in the very early days. So, uh, yeah, uh, it was, as I say, fantastic experience. Nice, nice. Yeah, that was actually related to the, the next question. But um, I, I uh, watched one of your um, development diaries for the game and uh, Kano-san was saying that this was the first time he actually got to the, the opportunity to sit down and talk to developers that uh, were born in the West. So do you think um, the fact that he, um, I don't, I'm not sure if it's allowed, I don't know if he, if he allowed uh, Western developers to take over the game off, that was a Sega decision, but uh, do you think the fact that he worked with Western developers um, made the difference? At the end of the day, with in regards to the final product that we got in Crazy Taxi Situation, 
I'm not sure if it made a difference as far as I think if you look at the original Crazy Taxi, I think uh, you know Kanosan uh, knows a lot about Western culture, and I think that's evident uh, within it. But I think, uh, well, I would like to think that he enjoyed working with us. We certainly enjoyed working with him. Uh, so uh, yeah, you have to ask him if you need to. <laughs> we need to get a, a Japanese translator for that. So. <laughs> Maybe you, you guys can help us. <laughs> <With that. laughs> who knows? Who knows? Coming soon to the Sega Lounge, Kenji Kano. Yes. <laughs> And then the Sega Lounge becomes the Sega Baka. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or or the Sega Senpai, you know. You know. Okay. We'll have sushi yeah. and everything. <laughs> Yes, uh, so uh, one more question. Uh, the original Dreamcast games had uh, a mode called Crazy Box and Crazy Pyramid for the second one, uh, which uh, consisted of a, a set of mini-games that added to the experience and were really fun to play. Do you plan on adding something similar to this as a way to practice? Uh, maybe not, yeah. maybe yes. It's something we've talked about a lot, obviously, in developing the game. We've played the, the Dreamcast games and um, kind of looked at what, what they had. Um, so kind of mobile developments have been a bit different really to console development in the fact that we can kind of get the game out there um, and then continue to update it and refine it and, and listen to what players want. So it's definitely something that we've talked about and we've, we've got in mind and would like to do. Um, I mean, there's a tank mission in there at the moment, which is a kind of a, kind of a fun variant. Um, so yeah, watch this space. Yeah, okay, okay. We'll watch it. Uh, uh, we have the, the tank missions, right? They are uh, a bit different to the, the main game. So yeah. maybe yeah. something similar to that. When we put the tank in there, uh, we sat down as a team and we, we showed everyone the tank. And the first thing everyone said was, can I shoot the tank? And we said, can you shoot the tank? So shoot the tank. So it shows you that if... Yeah, if we get something out there, uh, you know, and then we would hopefully be able to update it for a good while to come and, and just get more fun stuff in there. Yeah, definitely. I think that's one of the, the most fun experiences in, in the game is the, those tank missions every day. Yes, uh, so um, there is a lot of humor and craziness, obviously, because it's Crazy Taxi, uh, behind the characters and their stories, especially the ones in HQ missions that you have to pick up and take somewhere. Uh, in the original games, you didn't have that kind of detail. You just picked the picked up passengers, took them somewhere. What made you create these little stories for the mobile game? Seeing as it's actually uh, more of a pick-up-and-play style of, of game, It's a mobile game. What made you add this sort of detail to the to the game? Yeah, I think I think when we we looked at it and we we want people to love the city and we uh, we looked at the drivers and you know they were kind of cool characters and and we thought you know why can't you pick up you know cool wacky funny individuals and we just thought it was a, a really good fit for for this game and. I suppose in the short term you get these like really fun stories, uh, you know, and sometimes they make sense. Uh, sometimes we're probably kind of, uh, crazy with them, but I suppose that's that's part of the part of the fun. Uh, long term, you know, every citizen that you can pick up in game goes into your sticker book, 
and you can collect them. Yeah. Uh, and you know, you, you can get a little bit of uh, premium currency with them as well, so you get a sort of reward. Uh, and yeah, I think again, we've, we've not just remade the original, we're, we're, we're doing something new and different. And I think uh, the, the having these different stories and wacky customers, I think, hopefully adds to the experience. Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah, it's, it's funny and crazy <laughs> and wacky, actually. Okay, Donny, next question. Yep, uh, next question is, is pretty simple. Uh, the original drivers from Crazy Taxi also make a return in a different way. Uh, can you explain what's their role in the game? Uh, yeah, so the game's obviously set in the same city and base city as the original games, but the time's moved on a bit. So the original drivers have now kind of moved up in the world. They're now running the, the taxi company rather than driving cabs. Um, so their role in the game now is to kind of mentor you, to explain things, um, give you rewards, give you jobs, um, that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I like to think of it as they're, they're a bit like us. So back in the day, uh, we were games players and playing the game, and now we're like the mentors. We're stuck in an office. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice concept. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> okay. Donnie. Yep. Uh, the next question is, well, the game is set in Bay City, and one thing I, I enjoy about it is the design of the districts you play in. I love the little nods to the original games, too. But what were the concepts behind the designs of Downtown, Beach, and Uptown? I think we... We sat down, we obviously discussed location and we felt for the Crazy Taxi we wanted it to have a, a west coast vibe, you know, we wanted it to be sunny and bright, but because because you spend so much time in one district and then you unlock something new, I think we wanted the, uh, there to be a little bit more distinction between the districts themselves, so I think what you get is, is Something that feels like not just like maybe one crazy taxi game, but more like a few of the uh, sequels as well. Uh, so we get kind of a, a very strong West Coast beach feel. We get a sort of almost New York City feel as well. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think it's hopefully something that people will look forward to when they're playing and enjoying the districts that they know there. There's another district just around the corner that they can unlock and. Something that probably isn't evident straight away is that you can, you can go between the districts as well. So you can you can travel from downtown to beach to, to uptown. So they all interlink and connect, which uh, you know, again is, is a nice touch. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Actually, uh, one thing I, I, I was meaning to ask you, are there any plans to, um, apart from um, making new areas available, which we will discuss in a bit, but are there any plans to have one of the missions be um, like going from one district to another? I know you can do that in those daily challenges, right? You have to pass through the checkpoints, you can go from one area to the other, but are there any plans to add a mode where you can run through the whole city? Yes, I think there's, there's one or two missions in there, especially later on. Uh, to be detailed, I suppose. Uh, 
So, so yeah, will be in the very near future. There will be an opportunity to do more cross-district uh, sort of taxi uh, missions, uh, and I think it's something that that we we see it as a, a bonus for the game that we've got the potential there to, to do fun fun things. And uh, so, yeah, watch this space. I think. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Looking forward to that. Uh, so, uh, in regards to new areas, uh, can you tell us a bit about the new settings that you're planning to add? One of them is uh, the hills, right? The next one that isn't available yet, I think. Um, but can you tell us a bit more about the new settings that you're planning on adding and new things that you'll be adding to the game in the future? Uh, yeah, um, so yeah, the hills one, which is you kind of see in the game at the moment, the marks is coming soon, that's uh, pretty much done now. So um, that will be um, on its way out um, pretty soon. Um, sort of, yeah, certainly this month, I think, we're planning to release that. Um, and that's got a lot more cool sort of um, stuff in it. So we've, we've kind of learned as we've been making the game how to make the districts fun. So kind of every new district that we make, I think, is better than the one before it. And we're also planning to go back and go through the, the districts that are in the game at the moment and, and kind of take a second pass at those to add more content. Um, you know, some more shortcuts, more crazy routes and things that you can take. Um, in terms of the districts beyond hills, I can't really announce anything at the moment. We're still working on stuff. Um, I'm still deciding exactly what to do. So, yeah. So watch this space again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apart from new districts, any new stuff you can share that you're planning on adding to the game? Maybe new upgrades or something? Yeah, I think I think we're we always wanted people to have their own uh, identity, and I think you can achieve that through customizing your your taxis. So one of the goals from the outset was to just have a a massive selection of, of cool things that you can stick on your car. Uh, so I think we're, we're always looking uh, to add more customizations, uh, more decals, uh, more colors, that kind of stuff. Cool stuff, cool stuff, yeah. Uh, by the way, I know that uh, with mobile games you have access to lots of data from the way people play, what people like to do with the game, etc. Do you actually get that info in and work on new stuff uh, based on the info that you get from the, the users. Not exactly the, fi the the feedback that people send you, but the info that I know you, you can have access to with mobile games. Yeah, I mean, there's, as you mentioned, there's, there's, there's kind of one or two different avenues for, for getting information from players, and we've, the game itself has got a, you know, there's a feedback section if you go for options, so if you're having a problem with the game, you can feedback. Uh, you can go onto our Facebook site as well and get in touch with us. We we do have uh, some analytics in there that help us understand, uh, you know, how people are playing or whether people are, for example, getting stuck at a mission. So uh, if we if we if we see that a mission is being failed all the time, we can we can kind of identify that and look and try and understand why it's too difficult for players to complete and then tweak it. So, so yeah, we've, we've got that in there. Yeah, that, that's actually interesting because as much as people, as some people, the so-called hardcore gamers, um, 
don't like mobile games. <laughs> I think that's actually uh, pretty interesting, the way that developers can um, tweak the game when they get some info from, from the users, the way people are using the game, the way people are playing. That's something that I don't think you can do with other platforms, so it's actually really interesting. Uh, you were talking about customizing your, your taxes, uh, your taxes, not taxes, uh, we shouldn't pay taxes, but that's the world we live in. Uh, do you plan on letting players use uh, the photos that they have saved in their phones and tablets to customize their taxes, their vehicles? We've got a huge list of crazy ideas and I don't think that one's actually in there. I think we'll stick it in. Uh, the, we want people to customise, we want folk to, to have that and, and certainly if, if you could uh, load up your own photos that, that would be quite a nice feature. We would probably have to make sure that nobody puts anything questionable. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's always that. Uh, because you can you can drive each other's taxis as well, so you can see your friends' taxis, and uh, you know we need to actually understand how that information is then shared from player to player. Uh, so, so it would be tricky to do, but it's definitely one that would it would be cool if we could get it. One thing that would be good is uh, to get that personality and character. We're always looking for cool ideas for customizations, and. Yeah, you should go onto our Facebook page, the Hardlight Facebook page, and let us know if you if you want something cool for your cab. Uh, drop us, drop us a line. Okay, so if people want to do that, what's the, the address? Facebook.com/slash/Hardlight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this was actually the hardest question in the interview. Yeah, <laughs> I can check it right now. I think let's see if it's Hardlight. Facebook.com slash Hardlight Studio. Okay, that makes and we're sense. On, the, on Twitter, we're at HL Games. Yep. So, there you go, people. If you want to give the guys some suggestions as to what things to include in the game, Facebook and Twitter. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so. What was your criteria behind the music selection for this new game? Um, you have the soundtrack of the original in mind, because uh, one of the things people talk about in regards to the original game is the soundtrack, the amazing soundtrack. Uh, did you want to maintain that same feel? Do you want to go with something new? Uh, we, we experimented actually with a few different styles. We, this is something that we actually spent some time with Kanasan going over. Um, we tried kind of yeah more poppy styles and, and different things, and found that really the, the style of the original soundtrack worked best for the new game as well. Um, so we just kind of looked for kind of new, interesting bands that were in the same style as kind of Offspring and Bad Religion that were on the original soundtrack. Um, so something that's kind of relevant and that people know. Yep, yep, yep. So we have some different bands, right? Yeah, uh, contributing to the to the soundtrack of this game. Yep. Um, one one more thing. Um, I, I uh, wanted to ask you. Uh, one of the things that uh, is you, you noticed about this game is the social features in it. So you can uh, ride your friends' taxis. You can um, actually uh, uh, ex 
exchange information in regards to what you have on, in your game, etc. Um, do you plan on more social features, uh, things that can people can use to uh, tell their friends how they're playing the game? Are there anything, uh, any new stuff in the works in regards to that? Uh, the, the very short answer is yes. <laughs> We've got lots of time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we can't really share any of it right now because it's kind of yeah, it'll still work in progress. So. Yeah. But we, we we understand that that people have more fun when they're playing together. So uh, we're always looking for ways to uh, just yeah to facilitate that, and make sure you know give players the ability to show off to their friends to. Uh, share information, but yeah, we, we, yeah. Can't, we can't see too much. There, there, de there definitely will be some new social sharing um, features in the next couple of updates, within a couple of months, and then see a lot of new stuff. Cool stuff, cool stuff. Okay, uh, so yeah, uh, I don't know if you want to add anything in regards to Crazy Taxi City Rush. That's all the questions we had for you guys. I also know you have limited time to speak with us, so I don't know if you want to add anything. To say anything to the fans of the game, uh, uh, go play it. <laughs> <laughs> I, th I think I, I think what I would say is uh, if you've not played it, uh, give it a shot and you know play it for ten minutes, fifteen minutes, uh, and then make a make a decision. Because uh, as I say, I think I think you can be fooled to begin with that oh it's just an infinite runner. But I think, you know, I think there's a lot more there uh, under the hood. So, yeah, definitely give it a shot. Yeah, don't don't expect it to be exactly the same as the original game. It's kind of it's a different take, really. It's a, it's a mobile take on the game. So, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think if people give it a chance, I think they'll enjoy it. Just like I do, yes. So uh, we uh, were sent a few uh, questions by our listeners. We asked people to send us questions, and some of them were um, actually more general Hardlight Studio questions. So, Donnie, would you like to do the honors and ask those questions to the guys? Indeed. Uh, let's see. Well, there aren't too many questions, uh, but for the first one we have, are there any other Sega IPs you'd like to work on in the future? Uh, There's a very long list of Sega IPs I'd love to work on. Um, really, the, the arcade machines, um, I think, predominantly because those kind of short games are what really suit mobile. Um, so you could take almost any classic Sega arcade game and make a great mobile game based on that, I think. So, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, so maybe one of the classic series from the 16-bit era, then? Yeah, definitely. Cool. I think, I think, I think, I think <laughs> Tom's, Tom's been cagey because... Uh, I think if we if, if we say a name, uh, it's it, it's going to like potentially uh, make people think we're working on it now. So uh, I think yeah, we have to be cautious. <laughs> so would you like to say a name, perhaps? <laughs> Maybe one. <clears throat> so yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, you're not working on a Shenmue game, though, are you? Unless you say Shenmue, people <laughs> people won't want to say anything. So. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's it's. We're, we're it's too busy making Dreamcast too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
No, no. See, they, they're working on Shenmue, but the thing is, is that it's going to be guest. It's going to have the three Stooges in there, so it's just going to be called Shenmue. Uh. <laughs> I think there's, if you if you play your way through Crazy Taxi uh, City Rush, there's one of those Shenmue references in there. So yeah, more, so, more than one or two. Yeah, <laughs> uh, get get playing it and let us know if you spot them. Hmm, interesting. Huh. There's an incentive for people to play the game. I yep. haven't spotted anything, uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for that. <laughs> well, there's definitely some missions involving sailors. <laughs> oh, that's oh. right. Oh. <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> okay. Well, yep, the uh, next question. Uh, what about a completely original game and not based on a Sega IP at all? I think we throw ideas about the studio, and I think if the if the right idea uh, comes up that we want to do, uh, we would we would do it. But I think there's just such a wealth of of, of IP within you know Sega uh, to to pull from that I think you know in the immediate future I, th- I think we'll be very busy doing Sega uh, games. Yep. And, well, last but not least, uh, are you guys planning any extra updates for Sonic Dash and Sonic Jump Fever? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, always, uh, we're always working on uh, updates for our, our games. So, yeah, you'll, you'll get... Uh, I can't probably say what's in them at the moment, uh, but, yeah, they, they'll both be getting updates. Sure you can. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe not. So, watch this space, right? <laughs> okay, so uh, for Sonic Dash and Sonic Jump Fever fans, keep an eye out for new updates in the future. Okay, so I think that's it uh, in regards to the interview. Um, we'll just have a quick music break and we'll come back with more. So stay tuned to Radio Sega, we play the best Sega music 24-7, and we'll be right back with the Sega Lounge.
You're listening to the Sega Lounge with SSF Okay, everyone, we're back. This is the Sega Lounge with Paul and Tom from Hardlight Studio. And we've been talking about uh, their own careers. We've been talking about Crazy Taxi City Rush. But now it's that time of the show when we have the Sega Lounge Challenge. And uh, the guys have the honor of being the first of our guests, guests, actually, uh, to <laughs> guests. I don't know where I'm singing anymore. Uh, the, f the first of our guests to listen to the new Sega Lounge Challenge intro. 
It's kind of a James Earl Jones meets uh, Altered Beasts. So uh, let's take a listen to the Sega Lounge intro. Now you know our guests. They're amazing. They're stars. But are they ready for the Sega Lounge Challenge? It can be a quiz in reverse music. It can be anything we want. Welcome, welcome to your duel. I mean, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. Not sure if you guys were able to hear that intro. Not sure. No. He sounds like he could be a very good announcer for uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh, okay. I because I think. Hello. Hello. Oh, you're back. So, <laughs> I don't think you you heard the, the intro. We heard most of it. It was very faint. Okay, okay, okay. You you should have listened to the the last part. Welcome to your doom. But okay, uh, you'll hear that in in the podcast. Uh, yes. So. Uh, the Sega Lounge Challenge. This week we have people that worked on Crazy Taxi City Rush, so we thought, why not make a Crazy Taxi quiz? With and if you guys have listened to uh, previous episodes of the Sega Lounge, you'll know that our quizzes are uh, actually uh, pretty crazy. So, uh, yeah. Pun intended. Pun intended. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so let's see, Paul and Tom, are you guys ready for the Sega Lounge Challenge? I think so. Yeah, but you You're probably not ready, but okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so okay, so Donny, would you like to do the honors and ask the first question? Uh, sure. Uh, question number one: Crazy Taxi is a game developed by Kenji. Kano, uh, forgive me if I pronounce this wrong. Uh, Kenji Kano uh, and his team at Hitmaker. Before it was called Hitmaker, the studio had a different name. What was the name? Is it A, Sega AM3, B, Sega AM4, C, Sega AM5? <laughs> That's a tricky one. Uh, I thought I was good knowing that it was a Sega AM something, but now you put me on the spot. go with AM5. Final answer? Seems quite high. <laughs> Where did, 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 did it not get cooler, the load the game? <laughs> 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 so, final answer? I'm going with five. Alright, we're, we're going with five. Well, uh, if this is right, uh, the answer is actually B, Sega AM4. No, if this is right, if you look at the answer, there's a, a, an arrow. The, the correct answer, which is A, AM3. Okay, uh... Even we don't know the answer, no. The, the correct answer is Sega AM3, actually. Why did you do this to me, Casey? It's there, it's, it's there. Yeah, so AM3, so... Let's see if you do better uh, in question number two. One of the drivers of the original game appeared as a playable character on both Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing in its sequel, Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed. Which one? Option A, Axel. Option B, BD Joe. Option C, Gina. I think it's BD Joe. Yeah. We'll go with we'll BD Joe. Is that your final answer? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yay, it's correct! BT Joe! Yes, he was a playable character in both uh, All Stars Racing games. Hey, Donnie, question number three! Yay, and I actually know which answer is correct this time, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, in the original game, you'd get a time bonus after you dropped a passenger at their destination. If you perform badly, you get you uh, you get bad, slow for intermediate, or normal for a good run. What was the ranking for a fast delivery? A extreme, B cool, C speedy. Yeah, we're speedy. Final answer. Yeah. The answer is B. Cool. No, it's C. Speedy. What? What? What <laughs> document uh, what are, you are you looking at? No, they're right. No, they're right. Question number three. C. Speedy. <laughs> oh my. What? But you had the arrow pointing at B. Nope. Nope. But yeah. Okay. So it's it's uh, option C. The guys are right. Well done. Two correct answers. Two correct answers. So let's see number four. Which of the following challenges <laughs> wasn't part of the crazy box mode in the original Dreamcast game? Okay, so this wasn't part of the crazy box mode. Option A, crazy attack. Option B, crazy zigzag. Or option C, crazy bump. Tricky one again. Um, I think zigzag was in there. So crazy attack, crazy zigzag, or crazy bump? Tackle bump. You choose both. Good bump. <laughs> and that is the correct answer. Yay! Well done, well done. So not not bad. Three out of four uh, at the moment. So not bad, not bad. Donnie, next question. I'll say the correct answer though. You ask the question, I'll say the, the answer, okay? Okay, good, because <laughs> the question you just asked, you had it as C and I had it as B for some reason. Okay. Boy, we're, I'm, I'm so good at this. Uh, <laughs> uh, question five, though. What was Gina's license plate in Crazy Taxi? Was it A, 5EXY515, or Sexy Sis? Where'd you come up with that? Uh, B... One nom one one five one five five, or I know miss, or C Yolo or Yolo. Gina is definitely a sexy sis. Is that your final answer? It is. Yeah. And it's the correct one. Yay! Yay! Yes, 5EXY515, Sexy Sis. I didn't come up with anything. The game developers did, so... <laughs> and now the arrow is pointing to the right one. What is this evil... <laughs> <laughs> this is an evil quiz. Okay, correct answer. So, number six. In Crazy Taxi 2, you drove around two New York-inspired cities. However, in the game, they, are, they were called Around Apple, and the other one was... Option A, Big Apple. Option B, Medium-Sized Apple. Option C, Small Apple. 
So one of them was a round apple and the other one was big, medium sized or small apple. Why are you making me hungry? <laughs> big or small? A small apple? Could be small. Let's go with that. Could be big as well. Or medium sized. Why it's small, like yes. It's the correct answer. Yay. Okay, so you're doing really good. Five I correct answers out of six. Not bad. I Next question. I had medium-sized apple as a correct answer for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why are these... I don't know. I don't are, know. are you trying to throw me off as much as you're trying to throw them off now at this point? <laughs> Question seven, Donny. Why do you do this? Uh, Crazy Taxi 2 introduced four new characters to the roster. Slash, Isma. Uh, Iceman, Iceman, sorry. Iceman, why do you have Iceman on here? <laughs> it's a typo, sorry. Here, Casey. <laughs> Iceman, Hot D, and a female character called A. Sugar, B. Cinnamon, or C. Spice. Cinnamon. Final answer? Final answer, yeah. What's your correct answer, Donnie? <laughs> mine is <laughs> mine is listed as B cinnamon, and that is the correct answer. Yay! <laughs> uh, well done, Donny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get. Do I get a point for that? Yes, you do. You do. Uh, and Paul and Tom get one too. So, question number uh, eight. <laughs> uh, in one of the missions in Crazy Taxi City Rush, hmm? Captain Crazy. Needs to save the day from a villain called Option A Bus Boy Option B Drain Boy Option C Bite Boy I'm gonna let Paul answer this since yeah. he's the designer. We'll, we'll, go, <laughs> we'll, we'll go with bus, it's our least favourite mode of transport. Oh! <laughs> uh, what's your correct answer, Donnie, by the way? Just curious. Uh, the answer the arrow is pointing to on my end says A bus boy. And it is the correct answer. Yay, so <laughs> And you're both right, or you're the three of you are right. Yay. Yay Bus Boy. I'm, so I'm, that's the, the, the logic behind bo bus boy? It's the your least favorite means of transportation? Yeah. We, we, we prefer a taxi. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> okay, question number nine, Donnie. Uh, in Crazy Taxi City Rush, you can customize your taxi. For example, you can add a wheel to your trunk with the Crazy Taxi logo. What is that upgrade called? A. Crazy Taxi. B. Crazy Wheel. Or C. Fanboy. Can you repeat the question? Uh, in, in Crazy Taxi City Rush, you can customize your taxi. Yeah. Uh, for, for example, you can add a wheel to the trunk with the Crazy Taxi logo. With the logo, right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that's Fanboy. Final answer? You, you do yeah. realize that we, we've all got, got our phones here just now. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know, but uh, I know, but I'm I'm just no. I know if it's a final answer just as much as you guys do. So, <laughs> yeah. and we trust you as well. So, so yeah. what's your correct answer, Don? <laughs> The, the, the one I see the arrow point to on uh, my document says Crazy Wheel. Yes, so that is not the correct answer. It's Fanboy. <laughs> you I guys are right. So right now. So I think Paul and Tom win the, the Sega Launch Challenge and you lose. So Yeah, but there's one more question. This time you, you can't uh, take your time to answer. You have to answer right away. Question number 10. You can also customize your hood with the dragon's head. What's that upgrade called? Option A, Dragon's Head. Option B, Snappy. Option C, Fire Breather. Snappy. Snappy. Sounds familiar. That would be my gut. Correct. Yes. I, I assume Donnie's answer would be Dragon's Head. <laughs> right? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was. Be snappy for oh, some okay, so it's crazy. Okay, so amazing. You've got uh, nine correct answers out of ten. One of our best performances yet. So congratulations. Yeah, I would have an applause sound effect. I think I do somewhere. Uh, oh, there it is. There it is. So why not play it? Yes, I think you deserve an applause. Very good, very good. It wasn't that hard, was it? It was okay. It was okay. Yeah, I think it was more harder for me. Yes. And I had technically had the answers in front of me, it's just they weren't quite in front of me. Yes. But did you have the answers, though? Maybe not. No, you did and stole them from me. That's what happened. <laughs> okay, so uh, I think it's that's about it in regards to our interview and our Sega Lounge challenge. Uh, I'd like to thank Paul uh, Twineholm, I said it right this time, and Tom Galton from Hardlight Studio uh, for being with us tonight. Thank you so much, guys, for uh, coming on the show and uh, talking to us about Crazy Taxi City Rush. Maybe we can um, have you on the show sometime soon. Once again. Okay, pleasure. Okay, thank you so much. And uh, we'd like to uh, also thank uh, Frank, uh, who made this possible, uh, who isn't on the show, but uh, he's, he's here in spirit. So um, let's uh, give a big shout out to Frank from Sega of Europe as well so I think that's about it when we get back we'll just wrap up things and talk about the coming shows on Radio Sega this week but for now uh, listen to some music some awesome Sega music on the Sega Lounge
Welcome back everyone, this is the SEGA Lounge on Radio SEGA and we just talked to Paul and Tom from uh, Hardlight Studio. Thank you once again guys for dropping by on the show and talking to us uh, and actually to be the first guests to experience the new intro to the SEGA Lounge challenge. Yes, the scary intro. Uh, so I think it's uh, about time we wrap up things on the show and we'll start by talking about the upcoming shows on Radio Sega. So in a couple of hours at midnight BST, we'll have RSN Live. Voice will be back dual casting on RSN Radio and Radio Sega, as usual. Uh, and tomorrow at 9pm BST, Rexy is back with Sega Mixer Drive, two hours of remixes by the community and maybe some official remixes as well uh, not sure if it's a special themed week uh, or show this week I can check the blog post actually no because there isn't one at the time we're recording this yet so yeah uh, I think it's um, oh I think I remember she spoke about Oh, it's the ice challenge, uh, ice bucket challenge week, I think. So it will be, oh boy. yeah, just um, ice levels, remixes, and ice music. It's it, it's going to be ice themed somehow. Yes. So don't miss the second uh, second drive tomorrow with Rexy at 9 p.m. BST. And there's no late, late, late afternoon breakfast show uh, this Saturday, but Forever Sonic will be back with his random hour uh, at 10 p.m. BST on Saturday. But it's actually a two-hour show, so it should be called Random Hours. I'm always saying that. No one listens to me. Of course, uh, I will be back um, Monday with Radio Sega's Top 40 Countdown, uh, Season 2, Episode 2, actually. Yes, so uh, there's season two. that. Season 2, yay! Uh, started this week. Uh, and uh, of course, next week is uh, the Dreamcast uh, North American Anniversary on Tuesday. That's something to look forward to. And of course, we'll be back on Thursday with the Sega Lounge as well. So maybe we'll talk about the Dreamcast, or maybe not. Maybe we'll talk about the weather. Maybe we'll talk about uh, Shenmue. Uh, yep. Shenmue 3. Maybe we'll talk about how I'm going to be entering for Jeopardy uh, <laughs> after today's show. Yes, maybe we'll, we'll have... Uh, maybe Donnie will have the correct answers for the Sega Lounge next week. Maybe not. Maybe Donnie will be our special guest and I'll ask him the questions. Who knows? You know you have to do that now, right? <laughs> Hmm, who knows, who knows. Okay, so yeah, I think that's about it. Thank you for joining us, for listening to this week's The Sega Lounge. Uh, thank you once again to our special guests, Paul and Tom from Sega Hardlight. Also to Frank from Sega of Europe, who made the interview possible. Uh, go download um, Crazy Taxi City Rush, it's free. And you don't have to make any in-game uh, purchases if you don't want to, so... At least go check it out, try it, and see what you think about the game. It's really addictive. So go do that. Also, uh, listen to Radio Sega. Yes, this is the um, subliminal messages part of the show. 
Listen to Radio Sega. Please, listen to us. Please. Please. Oh, that's creepy. Anyway, I've been KC. And I... And uh, I've been Italian dressing. Exactly. Uh, Really good with your salad. Uh, (laughs) Wait, wait, there's a salad of me too? (laughs) What have you been eating? (laughs) I don't know. What kind of, like, what kind of Weight Watchers diet have you been on? I don't even know anymore. I don't even know what we're doing anymore, so... One thing I know, though, is we'll finish with a song. Uh, a Crazy Taxi City Rush song. Uh, which, um, which one, Donnie? Which one should we finish the show with? And he doesn't have the playlist with him, so I'm asking, but I, I'm not expecting an answer. Maybe we I played uh, Elevated on Radio Sega Top 40 Countdown uh, this week, so maybe we'll go with um, Bridges by Courage My Love. What a nice name for uh, a band. What's your oh. band called? Courage My Love. Okay. So, <laughs> yes. Okay, guys, thanks for listening to the Sega Lounge. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Hi. Hi.
week, a different guest, Sega music, news, and whatever else we can think of. The Sega Lounge, only on Radio Sega. Radio Sega. 